they're on the, they're like training on a football field. They're running and they're like, they have, for some reason there are hoses on the football field. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're like spraying each other with hoses and then they just attack each other, start mauling each other. And Jimmy McNichol is cleaning out Carrie's mouth with his tongue. (laughs) And we're like, what just happened? Hello world, there's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who measured their social status by how many pom-poms they had on their roller skates. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we'll be saving the TV movie that helped me cross that bridge from little girl to awkward teen, and hopefully, ultimately, to become Mrs. Jimmy McNichol. Champions, a love story. There is a phenomenon we've talked about many times on this show, coined by one of our society members. It describes a very specific phenomenon That happens when we stumble upon a nostalgic moment from our childhood. To get manilode is to feel as if you are inhabiting your 50-year-old self and your 10-year-old self at the same time. You have one foot in the present day and one foot in your past while you watch Barry Manilow sing on The Mike Douglas Show or page through a vintage issue of Tiger Beat or listen to Casey Kasem count down the top songs from 1978. It's like an out-of-body experience, or time travel, or just extremely, supremely meta. And it happened to me on today's episode. On May 3rd, 2022, I sat down with Kristen and Michelle in Kristen's groovy Greg Brady attic for a -a once-in-a-lifetime movie-watching experience. I wanted to share with them my number one all-time favorite made-for-TV movie, a movie that took hold of me so hard when I was 12 that I thought about it every night as I tried to fall asleep for months. That movie is Champions, A Love Story, a 1979 movie about two teens who fall in love as they train for a figure skating championship, starring my childhood crush, James Vincent McNichol. And neither Kristen nor Michelle had ever seen it before, and I wanted to be their guide. What follows is a recording of our in-the-moment, off-the-cuff, and completely unscripted conversation immediately following the movie. We're inviting you behind the curtain and into Kristen's attic to share this pop culture moment with us. And if you saw Champions a Love Story as an awkward, pubescent tween on the verge of so many things like I did, let's see if you get Manilode, too. Enjoy. This is the 1979 made-for-TV movie Champions a Love Story, and it's following on the heels of another ice skating love story film and what would that have been ice castles oh, and we love that too right we had devoted a whole episode and that was a theatrical release correct champions yeah. a love story was a made for tv movie right so could it we don't know because they were so close on each other's heels but it makes me wonder if ice castles was this phenomenon and everybody wants to start ice skating and somebody's like quick do a made for tv movie and get Jennifer Warren. See if she's available. Okay, so we're jumping a little ahead. So as okay. we're watching it, we see the um, the opening credits, and mm-hmm. we see – don't we see the opening credits? Yeah, we saw, yeah. We saw Jennifer Warren. And yeah. you said, oh, Jennifer Warren. Yeah. You thought that rung a bell, and then it, when we watched, you were like, oh, my gosh, she's from – Ice Castles. I knew it when I saw her name the coach. because I remember yeah. from our ice from our Ice Castles episode that that was that Jennifer Warren was the coach. Right. Yeah. So she's in those two ice skating movies, and then she also plays in Slapshot, the Paul Newman what? motion picture. She was Paul Newman's wife. Okay, and remember when we saw her with her feet in fifth position, and I said, "Oh, she's a dancer. Look yeah. at her feet. Could it be that she's a skater?" 
Oh. And that's why she's in all these skating movies. I could probably look that up. I'm not sure. But you're right. Stay tuned. That would be good if we had, like, fact check. You know, like, Dax and Monica have fact check. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to look that up, and we might be able to put that in at the end. You're exactly. There's a place where she's standing in the kitchen in, like, a perfect fifth position. Mm -hmm. And it can't be. Nobody directed her to do that. And we would have known her. So we've got her in um, Ice Castles, Champions, Slapshot. She was also in a 1988 CBS school after. After school, what did we call it? School break special. Oh, CBS okay. had oh, school yeah, break that's specials right. okay. called Gambler, and she was the mother of a teenage son with a gambling problem. <laughs> like that, Amelia West. <laughs> and she also um, had a bit role in one of my other favorite TV shows, The Fitzpatrick's. Oh, really? So she and Jimmy, they must I was going to say, wasn't yeah, that with Jimmy that and was Nicole? Jimmy's, yes. Aww. Wait, so Jennifer Warren was also in The Fitzpatrick's? Yes, but she didn't have a recurring role. Okay. I mean, she just had like a bit part. It might have only just been one or did two Did she episodes. have the Victorian hair? I think that was her signature That's hair. Her it name, has to be you? her yeah. look. Yeah, the kind like of swoop at the, the top. Swoop, and you can put it up on your head, and it looks like you have. They used to call it a snake, where they put a yes. snake on your head, and they put your hair over it, and put your hair in a bun. Yes, and then like there might be a lot of air inside of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Which reminds it's me, hollow. and this it's like is the like, Gibson girl kind of very, look right here. Yeah. There was a woman often that I would be behind in the grocery line when I lived in Radford, Virginia, and she had that kind of hair, and it was. And it was obvious that she probably did it on a Sunday, and maybe it wasn't till three Sundays oh. later that she did it again. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. You often found yourself behind the I same did. woman? <laughs> this is over years of time. And it ran for a small town. Yes. It's a small town. It, small town, yeah. like one grocery store. Um, and you guys, there would be stuff in her hair. Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. Like, I'd almost want it, like, oh, my God. I think I'm not imagining this. Like maybe even like a dead fly. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm not kidding. And because it's so airy, it's, it's like a room in it. there. It's a right. room, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily have known yeah. that there was something in here. And like crumbs or pieces oh, of hair. I'm not kidding. I can just oh. picture that woman's hair. A canary. So that reminds me of that. Um, Jennifer, Jennifer Warren. Yeah. Hair right. We me digress. Of- Ice skating coach slash hockey mom. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is her type. So we have Carrie and Peter as our two main characters. Carrie is a figure skater whose mom is very high strung. And obviously one of our first scenes in the movie is um, Carrie not wanting to skate and kind of wanting to just get off the ice. And her mom hauls off and slaps her. Show those others. That national champion, you, Carrie Harlicker, to be reckoned with. First competitor skating a short program will be Miss Carrie Harling. Forget it. Just forget the whole thing. I shouldn't even... None of that. We said never again any of that. Now get up. Let's not forget. We've gone back in time. We're in 1975. So the thing that... Um, I couldn't get over at the beginning of this movie is that we're supposed to believe they're younger. So we've got Carrie with her little tiny oh, yeah, short little ponytails. Her little they're like that's what I would actually call like a pigtail they're, because they're, they're piggy, tiny. Piggy they're piggy tails. piggy tails. And they've put these yeah. giant pretend like fake braces no, on her. I think their braces are real. Oh no, because she gets them off. She has them off. Yeah, again, but you think they're real? I think they're real. And they, then were, they just came off. They were in the like solid silver though. Yeah. It almost looked like she had a um what's that called? A um that, like the like oh, oh, yeah. yeah, what is that called? A grill. a grill, a grill. Yeah. So, yeah. but she's also just like a big baby. She's mm-hmm. just like no. And then to she's make pouty. so that we can know that um, James Vincent McNichol who plays Peter, so that we can know that he's younger. He comes out and they've given him the goofy baseball cap that's like <laughs> tilted to the side, almost like the little Fisher Price boy. It's like yes, turned to the boy. side and like tipped back a little bit because so, I'm little because he's he's littler. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so we spent we spent a little bit of time back in 1975. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when we um, also see that um, Peter is a hockey player, and we see a scene where he scores a winning goal, um, big time game, and he's. Uh, circling the ice, kind of really excited for himself, and some other skater hauls off and hits him and gets in a little tussle fight, and he's kicked out of hockey for a long time. 180 days. Minutes. Oh, minutes. <laughs> was it minutes? I really don't know what the real answer is. It was 180 is. something. Yeah. yeah, I think all we know in hockey time, it we doesn't know it matter. All we know yeah. is that it's enough time for dad to be like, oh, well, you know, and and Peter to be a little bit like lost, like, well, what am I going to do without hockey and skating in my life? Mm-hmm. He's going to go ponder it all at the ice rink where he sees Carrie 
yes. doing some, she's trying to do her um, school like figures. But again, because she's kind of a baby and a brat, she's um, kind of giving her coach a hard time. Mm-hmm. She kind of goes quit. up. Right. Yeah, and she puts her head in her hands like, I'm not doing it anymore. watching all that from the side lines mm-hmm. or side bars or boards or I don't know what you call bleachers. them. Bleachers. Bleachers. Yeah. There yeah. you go. And he decides he can show her off, show, he can show yeah. her up. Show, yeah. And goes out and does those school figures by himself. Yeah, he's kind of goofing around, and the coach is like, what's this? What? Who? What? Meanwhile, we've already established that Peter and Carrie have this kind of little contentious relationship. They kind of, um, I don't know, he ran into her on the ice rink at one point, and- She sticks her tongue out Yeah, we're kind of, we're not yeah. really sure what the relationship is, mm-hmm. because- they seem like they've known each other for years. I got. Right. I felt like they've known each other. But they for didn't a long time. establish. I think it maybe on the at ice the rink, rink or something. You know, yeah. yeah, seeing each other. Probably. Yeah, so they're skating together, and um, um, she's like, "Well, he can't do those school figures better than me. I'm going to show him." And then the um, coach is kind of like, "Well, hey, yeah, you guys so look pretty good together." The coach, played by Tony Lobianco, and I'll just give you a few quick facts about Tony. If you're up for that, he was also in 26 TV movies. We w- oh, might have oh. seen him in one of the after-school specials he was in or in one of the CBS school break specials. He's a classic dad. Yes. And yeah. he, um, I think some a lot of these people in these shows that we've been watching, um, these TV movies and the after-school specials, they all kind of, it's incestuous in a way. They're yeah, just they in a lot the of same, those. Yeah. And sometimes they're married to the same people, but they're different characters. So he is the coach mm-hmm. of... Um, Carrie, our figure skater, but he kind of has this light bulb moment when he sees this little competition Mm -hmm. between the two of them and seeing that Peter kind of knows Mm -hmm. how to skate and has some natural talent. And eventually... Well, and we need to add that Joe Lotrulio, or whatever his real name, that's Tony Lobianco. Thank you. There's a low. He lives in a camper in the parking lot. Of course, we don't know that yet, but yes. Yeah, we don't know that yet, but we just have to complete his character. Yes. Complete with shutters on the windows, Mm -hmm. and he's got art hanging on the wall. So this is a permanent situation. (laughs) And he has some, you know, he has some kind of some crystal. like whiskey containers. Yeah, decanters. Decanters, yeah. But they never say why he lives in a camper. It's definitely an artistic decision, but they could have just had him live in an apartment, but it's a camper. But it's clearly his house because at one point he's making his bed at the back. And and the artwork. But it's also just in a parking lot. (laughs) Yes, like the Walmart. Yes, at the Walmart. I think it was the TGNY. (laughs) Yes, I don't know what that is. Oh, that must be a Southern thing. Yeah, that's like Woolworths. Yeah, it's like Woolworths, yeah. And I think this is a good time to just say remember everyone this is a tv movie so it's limited to like what 92 minutes or something yeah. is how much yeah. time so, so they there's a lot of plot us. points right that we're kind, there's some holes get yeah. here you know a few we holes just yeah skipped um a lot of yeah. stuff so just yeah you have to keep that in mind and just let that go or you'll you'd be just hung up on mm-hmm. all of these things so yeah the camper was one but yes he's living in yeah. this like totally 70s bachelor pad and it's a camper. camper. But it's a camper. Yeah, right. It's like a little tiny Winnebago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and he is her coach. Mm-hmm. So now he sees this possible combination mm-hmm. that these maybe could be, this could be a pair situation. And I would say the next bit of the film is us seeing them try to learn how to be pair figure skaters. Yeah. yeah I think that. And um, I found, I thought that Peter realized very quickly he wanted to be a figure skater instead of a hockey player. That was very, that was very, very rapid. And but be, then, but he, before that, he was like, no, that's yeah. stupid. But, but this, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think the next big plot point here is that then he has to try to convince his parents yes. that this is okay. And she has to try to convince her really overbearing mom who just wants nothing more than to see her daughter win nationals and probably be There's you know, no an Olympian. Money in pairs. There's yeah. no money in and pairs. So, so overbearing mom. So now like, we no. have to now we have to talk to the parents. Yes. This is yes, this is true. We see Peter course go to talk to his dad who is working in a dark room so the dad ha- is a photographer as a hobby <laughs> and we get the feeling from that um conversation that dad is not happy with no. this decision at all and says figure skating is for sissy yeah it's mm-hmm. the very it's Boys the very cliched reaction that we yes. all expected right yeah exactly but and makes him somehow, basically he he's like but i love it kind of like but i want yeah. to and he's like like no you'll never do it and he just kind of but he but he's don't forget he's on a break from hockey he can't for play hockey for 180 minutes or days <laughs> i think it's got to be days because if it was only minutes that's right. not well, that I thought, long right well I, yeah but I think it was the end of the season too. So there was a couple of things. That okay. was like the championship game. Yeah. And so 
it's going to be, we're on break now, and then you can't play for the first 180 minutes of yeah, the next season. Right. So we and then Dad goes from like, no, that's for sissies, to okay, in about 10 seconds' time. And we are not really able to see the decision-making process. He's like, okay. Well, because mom, <laughs> mom, Jennifer Warren, oh, yeah, mom yeah. supports Peter. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, she's in a diner meeting Carrie's mom. The overbearing mom. The overbearing mom comes in and is like, Immediately, she's like, I have some conditions. One, in every photo, Carrie will be in front. Her name will come front first. If he ever drops her and she gets injured, I'm suing you. Blah, 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 blah. Literally, Peter's mom is like, I was just wondering if we could drive carpool. Literally. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> and then she's like, hey, Missy, don't stomp out on me. I have my conditions, too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't remember what a- they were. <laughs> they were basically like, like don't I'm learning fuck about with me kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I'm learning about figure skating and I don't agree to any and so I don't I'm, agree I'm still to any of your conditions. Yeah, we're all like, Yeah, you go, Jennifer Warren. Like you're bad like you get yeah, the she's idea. Badass. Like, she's badass. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you get a real feeling that she supports Peter in this yes. endeavor. Like she is all in. And then from that point, we get to go into the training portion of it. Training slash I think we're supposed to think they're falling in love. Well, they kiss like Immediately. Way early. I mean, they right. really, there was they no, peaked way too early. There yeah. was no, you know, usually you guys in a there movie no like tension. this where it's too, yes, there's a lot of tension being built yeah. up. Literally, they kissed and the three of us, well, Caroline knew it was coming. <laughs> right. But Christian and I were like, what? what? And because it wasn't even like a tentative first kiss. They no. just went for it. Yeah. On, they're on like the, smush. they're like training on a football field. They're running and they're like, they, for some reason there are hoses on the football field. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like spraying each other with hoses, and then they just attack each other, start mauling each other, and Jimmy McNichol is cleaning out Carrie's mouth with his tongue, <laughs> and we're like, what just happened? Yeah, I almost wonder if that wasn't supposed to be at a different part of the film, I and like so. it got edited up earlier or something, yeah. because <laughs> I agree, yeah. it was very oddly placed, because we have a kiss later on in the movie. That's a good one. Yeah, that's much it's more. at a good spot. Yes. yes. And also, can we say that during all the training and the kissing, and are they together? Are they not? They're fighting. fighting. They're fighting, fighting, fighting. fighting. Yes. I said, this is, oh, this is one of those fiery relationships. Because, like, all they do is say, I hate him. I hate her. Literally. And they're literally, yeah. like, on separate sides of the car. Like, I'm never speaking to you again. I'm never skating with you again. And then it's like, oh, all I can think about is Carrie. And you miss the middle part. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's no way they're kissing. And they, they never each even other. got, but you never also, I don't I don't feel we ever got a believe like, um, like you said, the tension earlier, but we never got that they were falling in love. No, there's no well, falling. Well, right. In love. I mean, I think we know there's this kind of um, intense. Uh, what's the word I Rivalry want? Just, yes, or sexual and tension. and yes, there's yeah. a sexual tension, mm. and then we get to the kind of the turning point of it. They are so angry at each other, but they have to practice. So they're practicing, mm-hmm. and they're doing a move where he's lifting her up in the air, oh, and yeah. then what happens? Oh, my gosh. Bum, Another bum, skater bum. crashes into him. He drops her. Oh, my leg. Oh, my <laughs> knee. My <laughs> knee. Why? There's blood Why? on the ice. But you're not sure. Like, where did the blood yeah. come from? <laughs> so um, I guess he sliced her, like, because the next thing we see, she's in a 1970, like, six, seven hospital with her leg in one of, like, Wrapped up with like gauze, but in one of those like triangle like slings. Sling. Like from World War One. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's up there and he comes in with flowers and it's actually a really cute little scene. Our favorite though of the whole thing was there's just some dead man, it looks like, <laughs> in the bed next to her. And you extra. can just see a lump <laughs> under the covers. Yeah, she it could have been like the blow-up doll. Room. Yeah, they just and put the blow-up doll under the cover. The hallway is has flocked wallpaper on it. <laughs> yeah, like the hospital—that's not sanitary because by the way. yeah, because they were like in a in the whatever set they were using, and it, <laughs> maybe like three hours earlier it had been like the Waltons' home yeah. or something. And they're like, <laughs> oh, you know what? We need to use this as a hospital right now. <laughs> so wheel in this sling. Wheel in this triangle sling. Well, remember, we <laughs> talked about TV movies that's low budget. Like, that's we don't right. have a big budget, so right. we're going right, to have to use that. So we're going to use the Walton set. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that stuff from the this World is, War One from MASH gets stuff from the yeah. MASH set. After this, though, so she can't skate now for, um, they tell her it's like eight weeks. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they, she can't skate for like two months or something. So the coach tells um, Peter, actually, this is great because she started a stronger skater than you were. So this is going to give you time to catch up. And then this, there's this really cute montage that follows what happens. I thought this I was really that. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think is this is when good. maybe we get that they are falling in Absolutely. love kind of a yes. Yeah, because after that, they never fight again. 
as he dropped over. her. Actually, it's you guys, over. when he dropped her, I thought for sure, well, here comes the lawsuit from the mom, <laughs> one. And two, now she's really never going to speak to him again because she can't. That's she what they like, led you to believe. She was never even mad at him. No. Like, when he came into the hospital, mm-hmm. she's like, you don't have to apologize. Oh, and you guys, somebody... Um, how did he, he was trying to tell her he loved her. Oh, oh he's like, right. I need to tell you something. I love, I love, I love. And we're not exaggerating. That's exactly I how lo- I love. I love. And then she starts laughing and she's like, it's hard to say. <laughs> so yeah, that we were getting the idea that, oh, he might love her. Yeah. He just, he had to realize he almost lost her to realize yeah, that he and, loved but, her. But yeah. she's not mad at him for like taking her out basically off the ice for two months. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, she wouldn't speak to him when they had a bad practice. But now that he literally dropped her and sliced yeah. her knee open, she's fine with it. But then comes, well, then the, she's the relationship also, turns. Um, and it's cute. Not at all surprised that he looked her. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, with all the fighting, yes. you think she'd be like, you what? I know. I thought you hated me. She doesn't That's tell weird. him she loves him No, back, she though. doesn't. No, Mm-mm. she doesn't. Good for her. She yeah. didn't have to. So right. it appears that, so it's about five, well, it's supposed to be eight weeks for her rehab, but because James Vincent McNichol loves her so much, he's created this five-week kind of rehab program. <laughs> on a box. Yeah. It was so, so cute. Some reason, it's on a, he's made. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's because like, he could it's turn a diorama it. yeah. instead on a of papers of their plan for five weeks instead of eight, and it's it's just a UPS box that he wrote things on. Oh, I, I thought it was super cute. He also cut things out of like yes, um, magazines and stuff. It was a yeah. Total seventy school project. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they do things like go hiking and roller, or not roller skating, jogging and biking mm-hmm. and do all these things. So that's the montage you were referring to, and they're smiling and laughing during it. So you know that things are getting better. Yeah, and their relationship arguing. is, um, yeah, is mending, so to speak. So. And this, the montages are really helpful in this movie because this is where they use lots of music, and the music is where you start to understand their emotion a little bit. I'm getting what? very serious about this. No, movie. it's what movie. you talked about. That like yeah. narrative using music as part of yes. the narrative and, for, and because it makes it go it fast and it's cheaper and you don't have to see them both acting because they're not very good. They were the reverse and it, there's no they cheaped out on the music. They saved it all for the musical montages, which means that during really important parts of the film, when you think when they're trying when they're starting to fall in, that. There should be like some swelling music, but instead it's sort of like in a hollow <laughs> room, and they're like, "Oh, I hate you! I love you! I hate you!" And there's no music, and it just yeah. feels so dead. I will say though that the acting by um, Jimmy McNichol and jo- James Vincent McNichol and Joy, whatever, yeah, because she, she wasn't an actress by trade. She was not. She was no, a high school Michelle. <laughs> but I will say there were. At least two, but possibly more moments in this movie where we all looked at each other and we could tell that Jimmy McNichol like flubbed, flubbed. He what like something didn't go yeah. right, and he kind of ad libbed something, yeah. and they left it in the movie. And those I thought were the best parts. It's they adorable. were very cute. He yes. was very real, um, and it was so different. It was such a stark contrast from him going I look, <laughs> and then he would be very relaxed and say something really funny, and you're like that. Well, because it was right after that, he takes yeah. the bouquet um, out from behind his back, which you guys wasn't like a bouquet of flowers. It was like a plant. It was like six carnations <laughs> and some greenery. Possibly But plastic. it has like a black. Yes, <laughs> yeah. plastic. Mm-hmm. But it has like a back and a front. Like you yeah. can tell. And when he takes it out, it's facing backwards. And we first were like, oh, like that's that's slick. Like, <laughs> But he goes, oh, and he starts laughing and he goes, whoops, uh, it was supposed to be turned around when I brought it up. And, and you cute. can tell that then he thought maybe yes. they were going to say cut, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. Right. And it's really cute. Yeah. They should have let him ad-lib the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Let's just it's not the best acting, but honestly. Yeah, but you know what? It's not any just not any worse. Okay, but also it's not any worse than my love Scott Bayo and all of his movies. It's 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 in fact it's probably better. Yeah. It's like so listen, I'm not I wasn't expecting a great great performance by an actor. Exactly what I no Miss Jane Pittman. So he he gets her back on the ice. Let's get let's gets her back on the ice. And now um, all of a sudden, they're pretty good, yes. and they go to a competition, right? They, well, they go to the South Western, Western. <laughs> not Southwestern, but the South. Yeah, Western. and they do. Um, they do pretty well. I mean, we we kind of get the feeling like, yeah. oh, well, coach is upset. Yeah, coach but. thinks they should have got higher scores, but it's enough to get them to. Um, go to the Midwestern well, Championship. Well, and I thought this is the end of the movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, we're yeah, yeah, going yeah, we're going to hug, and then everyone's yeah. in love, and we go away, and that's the end. And I, can I just say real quick, I my thought is still, I will um, I will bet that they didn't score as high because of her wardrobe malfunction. Wardrobe. Oh, Don't forget, yes. they, have, they have a really cute matching costumes. Mm-hmm. 
and then they're on the ice doing their practice and she does like a spin and somehow it just like rips, rips and it's right kind of like, off. yeah, the back is just right. like, like not even on a seam, everything. but it's not like the rip no. is like not even on a seam, <laughs> but such a rip that apparently it can't be fixed with safety pins or nobody has safety pins. Right. So mom has to do Which one is of not those. possible by the way, everybody in that stadium had would have pens. safety pins. <laughs> but mom has to get into the giant taxi cab and go like, go, go faster, as fast as you faster. can. Can't this thing go, can't this rig go any faster? And she has on her, um, her made for TV movie voice which is very much like we come from the northeast even though nobody in the northeast actually talks this way but in movies we do yes. yes she has to go get the the you know the extra uniform or uh, costume but it's just like a practice skating yeah. dress so it clashes terribly with Jimmy McNichols costume, which I actually appreciated shiny. I thought she was going to come back with something that matched or that suddenly Jimmy McNichol was going to be in oh, lime green or yes, whatever color that true. was. Um, so they had. So I think that they didn't do well because um, they got and this points is to do, they, deducted this is very for. Interesting because this is where they put all the tension in the movie, as opposed to putting <laughs> it into their relationship. Oh yeah. Oh no. That was like a really long scene. It like was think very about. Long, it. She yes. was in that cab for like ten seconds. Oh, and minutes. I think oh. that was almost our turning point for the mom. I'm it, oh, in terms of be. watching her character go oh. from. You could kind of tell like she really wanted them to do well, and she That's felt like point. I'm going to go do this for you, yeah. and don't You're worry, right. honey, stay calm. I'll do it. Where's my hat? Oh, there it is. I keep looking at myself going, I look like shit. No, Where's my that's hat? That's actually a good point because then when they yes. perform, she's got like tears in her eyes. Like yes. she's like, oh, look, they're pretty good. So now she wants them to be paired. Yes. So she's turned. So, yeah. Um, so um, I think that was part of that long scene in the cab that looked like it came out of a 1940s yes. movie. I don't know what that was. Yeah, about. five 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 two one yeah. seven four. <laughs> I said, How old were you when you realized like five five that five, 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 five was in five. every TV show and oh, yeah. like I that was wasn't old. a real I was old. Um okay, so now they're they need to they need to step up their practicing game because they need to. They're going um, to Midwestern championships. Yeah. Right. But, but they're suddenly in um, <laughs> Peter's family. Well, so dad's working, you know, like jobs in the middle of the night. Yeah. And so dad comes mom. home in the middle of the night and um, at like 2 a.m. because he's been working his street cleaning job. His street sweeper malfunctioned. malfunctioned and mm-hmm. So he comes home <laughs> and mom, Jennifer Warren, is still awake. Mm-hmm. And Wearing comes a casing out, shirt over her lawn And comes out and kind of is like, oh, let me take this. Literally says something like that. Oh, you look cold. By the way, I have to get a hysterectomy. It's like, <laughs> not like, oh God, can we sit down for a minute? I Listen, have I have some things I've got to tell no. you. It's like, she takes his jacket off and she's like, wow, you look cold. I think she actually says it like this. How would you feel if I had a hysterectomy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. what, what would you think about me getting a hysterectomy? Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Like she's trying to get his like, input. Yeah, should I? Said, do you think I should do I have, I have fibroid decided size of a bread box. A bread box. Which made me think that's why she's wearing the giant pink shirt <laughs> over so that we couldn't put that to the test. Don't look at me. I'm <laughs> All I can imagine is like she's got her normal body and then like a big rectangle sticking out of it. <laughs> she's going to open the top. Yeah. Sourdough. See my oh, wheat. Gosh. Raisin. But she doesn't want to have the hysterectomy because no, she that's realizes that We're one, left. she's going to yeah. be then out of pocket, she can't work at her nursery job where she works she's at the plant an, like place. Like some kind of tree farmer. She's all of a sudden an armor. Yes. And her husband's going to have to help take care of her, and they're not going to be able to work these extra jobs to help finance what could be Peter and Carrie's um, trip to nationals. Well, yes. And then and then after that, he's like, wait, and if they win that, it's the, another year and another year. And you can kind of just see the dollar signs just like rolling in their eyeballs. They're thinking, God, kind of like, what have we gotten ourselves into financially? Mm-hmm. But- but they still want to support him. And actually, we're laughing, you guys, but that was a very, that was a it very was like sweet moment because she her eyes are, she doesn't want it. She says she's scared. Yeah. And then she says she's scared of the surgery and she's crying. And so we actually all were very silent. We were not, just so you guys all know that are listening. After right? the bread, we're after the bread box. After we the were not box. laughing then. We actually all were commenting, oh, that's very sad and that's very because touching. Because skating coach, Slapshot Lady is pretty good actress. Yeah, but yeah. it's also like, again, I'm going to go back and say, I'm still, again, appreciating not only the way that they had in this movie, these parents, this parental unit, support their son's new dream. They also did a really good job of showing that they supported each other and that mm-hmm. they had, a, yes. you know, they, 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 had a they very argued, equal, but they had yeah, love um, for each relationship other. And, yeah. and stuff. That was nice. And we also learned that because of the timing of the surgery, I guess she can't really pick when it is, that she won't be able to go to mm-hmm. um, the Midwestern competition. That's right. yeah, so that's, up until now... That's an important part. part yes. We know actually, that neither... That he goes by himself. That's yeah, important. And the dad... Um, 
you know, I don't know he's that gotta even, if the he's mom gotta take care of her. Right. And I don't know that if the mom has even seen them skate together before. I don't think we know so. for sure dad has so. never seen them skate. Yeah. We don't think mom has seen them skate either. So yes, so neither of them will be able to go to fast forward. We're at Midwestern, mm-hmm. right? And they skate and they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Do they do they win? Or is that the one where they maybe don't win? We this know. is where I started to get confused. The yeah. timeline is all messed yeah, up. Yeah, I'm forgetting. They do well. Happening. Let's just say they're yeah, they on a good well. path. And we can is... tell that they're on a good trajectory. Yeah. And they are going to be able to go to national. All right. We've, we're have we probably getting close to the end of this movie. Yeah, are we going to have be. some sort of montage where we're going to see them over the next few years getting to nationals and maybe even – I didn't know. I've never seen this movie. The Olympics. I know nothing. I was yeah. thinking, are the we going to end with them on a podium like this is going to be wonderful? That's what I think too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's just so you guys know. This is going through my head right now. Like, okay, they're doing well. They've just showed us that they, they're, they're, you know, they're the team, the pair I skating really team to kind of be. Like every kind of, time there was a, a competition, I thought this is the end of the movie. Every single mm-hmm. time. I'm, that's because that's how it's going to end. It's going to end with them on the ice. Absolutely. It's triumphant. Right. Dad's right. there cheering them on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. All, yep. it's all good. So um, they do well. But, and next scene, the scenes jump really a lot. And. I know Kristen and Michelle have sometimes a hard confused. time. Like, how did we get here? Yeah. Because all of a sudden we're in an airport and um, – Wait, we're like in the security, high school. We're yeah. in a security like a line, school. which yeah. is basically like a little – what we're supposed to think is like a metal detector. But they're just throwing just their – back- It's You know what it's exactly like? It's exactly like nowadays when you go to like the Orpheum or something to a show. Yes. Right. And you have to give your bag – or you go into Disneyland. And you walk through the metal detector, but there's just a person who kind of glances down at your bag and then gives You're just it. passing it through. They're all just throwing their duffel bags and their luggage at the – there's no super TSA. crowded. I mean, it was like <laughs> it's Tokyo. Yeah, yeah it was like mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder people. And of course, this is early or late seventies, so she's allowed to walk with them pretty far. Like she's on the other side. Okay, Although she why. didn't have to go through the gate thing. She didn't go through the door jam. No, I don't think she. <laughs> yes, did. she did. Yes, she did. Because yes, oh, okay. that's but when she's telling him. Right. Yeah. Only he had a bag. Because right, she was seeing him off. She's going to the gate with him. You guys right. are changed. Now I'm getting it. She's going to the oh, gate Oh, yeah. You got to put him. yourself back pre-20s. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, in 2001. So, um, yeah. She, and she's dressed up and um, kind of a cute she dress. She really cute. Yeah. Because she yeah. was going to go out to a party. She said, no, stay. Yeah. She's trying to get him to stay. Right. Just stay. So what, like, this is I the night, I think, of, yeah. The, yeah. of, of the, the Midwestern thing. There's some thing. celebration. She says there's going to be some disco dancing. Of course. She's wearing her disco belt. She has one of those little gold belts with the elastic on Do you guys remember? And it was almost kind of like your finger if you got your skin caught in oh, between yeah. oh, yeah, the little like right. or yeah. it, sometimes it would catch the hair of yeah. my arms <laughs> yeah like those little gold stretchy belts Very, wear them with your Gloria Vanderbilt yeah and, and they serve no purpose no like, it, they didn't keep didn't your, hold pants, your up. pants up no so. well and this scene is actually super cute this is sort of like um they're trying to make this little teenage classic romantic airport scene now it feels because she doesn't want him to go yeah. she's like yeah. please just stay with me I got all dressed up they're holding and, hands yeah and he's yeah. like but he's he, why is he going he's, he's going on a plane trip to well he's got to get back he's got to get back to um care help help his dad care for his little sisters because mom's still in bed up post-surgery yeah. um and he says he's he's I guess we haven't said yet but not really a big um, something you need to know until now, that he has three little sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I got to get back and help dad care for my sisters. And actually, he doesn't tell her that. So we don't know why he's leaving yet. This is actually super cute. So they say goodbye. He goes down to the gate. And then That's all right. of a sudden, he jumps up on like this the counter and he yells the their name, yes. their team name. Harlick and Scoggins. And he and runs and, and hops up so he's taller than yes. all the people. And then she turns around like, what? And then it's that airport scene where they're running toward each other, but through all the people yeah, there's so, so many people and he's you. like he's sort of like a salmon going upstream yeah. because all the people are going the opposite way and she's like and you guys he hadn't gone that far to his gate they ran toward each other yes, for like a solid forever. two and a half minutes right. <laughs> like and they're running running toward each other and they get to each other and they they just do a cute little chaste kiss which was cute yeah. and he does the cutest he like chuffs her under the chin yeah. like and it's just a super cute it goodbye. Super yeah. Cute. So now he's going to get on a he's going to get on a plane to go home. It was also confusing because I didn't know why they just didn't do that part. I didn't know why they separated and then he did well, that. Because they wouldn't have been able to have. We the needed that moment. We needed the running you know, together yeah. moment. See, we needed one more goodbye. The, in our made for TV mo- movies um, <coughs> episode, we talk about how they skimped out on money, and one of them is on writers. <laughs> And so this is one of the places where they needed a little help. Actually, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the writer Uh at at the end of this. So I'm sure there was a lot more to it, but a lot was edited for time and that kind of thing. So we're going to let Carolyn take the next part. Well, the next part, again, it's like we He gets on the plane. 
Well, we, we don't see that. We don't even but, yeah. see that. He, yeah. They just, mm-hmm. you know, we, whatever. Next thing we see is dad sharpening yeah. skates. Yes. yes. And we can tell, very good observation by Michelle, that his dad has taken another job mm-hmm. to help fund this career of skating. And he Skate is sharpening, sharpening other people's mm-hmm. skates. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that. And the phone rings. And he answers the phone. And it's really loud. And um, in his workroom, he turns off the machine, goes back to the phone. And all we see is a facial expression after. For about five solid minutes. In it fact, is the longest pause. Uh, until, because we don't know what's history. happening, understand. Yes. All of you who are listening who do know what's happening, Kristen and I, please understand, we have zero idea what's happening. Yeah. So we're making fun of this. Yeah. We're going, Jesus, like that's the longest. That Oh my still God, it's waiting, still going on. Still it's waiting, still going on. Still He's like, waiting. it is the longest pause ever. That's yeah. all we see. And then at the very end, his expression he drops the phone down and the look on his face. There's a crumbling. Oh, it is. Yeah. The eyes are wide oh, and it is the it is the speechless look. Like he did a great job at that. So Kristen and I are like, the, no, mom, the died. mom died. But all I kept thinking oh, was that, no. but he already said I've, she's still in bed. I kept thinking, but that doesn't make sense. Oh, I didn't. I still I didn't know where it was going though. Okay. Until the part. very next scene. I couldn't believe the mom died. I was yeah, like, no, I mean sad. that's where I'm gonna happen sure they national. wanted us to think. Yeah, um, he had just said, yeah. "I've got to go back." Mom, my mom's still in bed, but I thought, well, maybe it's that bread box. She can't get right? around with that bread box in her belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, next thing we know, we're, we're jumped to a scene. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I have to right. go backwards because I thought the mom was in the hospital, and they were calling from the hospital. That could have been, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. likely. And yeah. I think probably that's what they wanted the yeah. viewers to think because it is just gobsmacked when we're next scene we're on like outside tarmac of I knew it right then the airport there's a firefighter right when yeah, I right when I saw engine. that he was outside yeah I knew it and I actually said I think something like oh there's been a plane crash but I as it was coming out of my mouth you guys 100% the other part of my brain was going that's ridiculous that is preposterous you know that thought? wouldn't happen I thought he was going to work to tell his friends that his wife died that yeah. Oh wow! Gosh, you guys are very. Creative. And I was like, "Why is he stopping at work? Don't go. You have to go to the hospital. Don't stop at work." That's yeah. Well, he wasn't at work, and th- and what I'm going to tell you next is a scene I. Spo- by the way, we should. But before this starts, okay. uh, you they are this part know. out. No, you need to say there's spoilers in this for people. Oh, that- oh yeah. <laughs> well, oh, now sorry. people know. Yeah. But, like, Oh yeah. Well, people can't even get the movie. Let's keep that in mind. Well, you you can, have to order it. You have yeah, to, order you have to the purchase DVD. the DVD. Yeah. from Amazon. So nobody has this except for Carolyn and. I bet people. you there. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is a spoiler, and you might have already guessed that. But next thing we know, she, he goes up to some official and says, um, "I, I'm say, Peter Scoggins. I'm here for my, my son. son. My name is Peter Scoggins Jr. I've come to see my son. Yes." And you go, <gasps> because right behind him, a little bit out of focus. Are... And what, did, what are Michelle and I doing? Oh, oh, well, we, we have it on video. Right? So go to Patreon <laughs> right now. If you're not already a Patreon supporter, you're going to want to be a Patreon supporter. Go to patreon.com. We're going to put the, that clip of the video when this moment happens. Yeah. So we don't even need to describe it because yeah. we were dumb. I don't, yeah. I said in 53 years, I don't know that I've ever been that like gut punched, like you always kind of know. I'm sure there has been. I know there has been. I can't think of one though. Yeah. Where I was, like you said, I was that gobsmacked by yes. a plot. Because I like, wasn't even like plot did twist. the mom die. I'm like, I can't believe the mom died. I was so sad when I thought the mom died. I was, I was like, like I'm ready. I'm not watching anymore this movie. And when I realized that it was Peter, I like couldn't breathe. Like my chest felt tight. Can you imagine how I felt no, when I, I was watching it back then? For the when first time. Yes. Has died. Yes. yes. And the dad's looking, you know, so he goes and looks this under this body bag. Actually. There's which, body bags everywhere. Which to oh me was like, is that how they, what they do? And how did he look like? I have to just tell you guys, this scene, especially right after the first time I saw this movie, I probably thought about it. Oh, for a month, every night when I, I would go to bed. I can only imagine, yeah. And I would think about, what was he thinking when the plane was going down? Yes, like, yes. Was he, you know, he was by himself. Wait. He was like this kid and, and all of that. Really, and I was then, just thinking that like yes. 15 minutes ago yeah. when I was watching it. Those things were going through my mind. Like when he got on the plane, was he still thinking of Carrie? Yeah, and how great what day was, he had. Did he know what was happening? Did they have time to think that they were going down? And, oh, my God. And it couldn't have been like 
that long after takeoff, obviously, because the bodies are right there at the... Well, I, okay, I there's, a, there's a hole in the plot there. Right. So we're <laughs> just going to go with yeah. it. Also, yeah. I did notice that all the planes, where they are, yeah. they're all they're like tiny prop planes. Prop planes. So yeah. they couldn't have been... I know it said they were in Chicago, and we think they lived in Colorado because we saw Colorado plates on yeah. a car, but there's no way they were flying from Chicago to... They right. were Unless they were like in a hangar where they... That's where they brought the bodies because the bodies obviously weren't just, just lined them up. <laughs> okay, okay, let's just all agree that that was yeah. not that's not possible what happened and how that it happened, was traumatizing too I, I when can't you saw even your imagine when you were love in okay, your I life have a, i have a theory because so um obviously carolyn owns this movie <laughs> and when this happens carolyn is full on yeah, crying uh-huh. full on crying. well and she grabbed both of us and she grabbed both yeah. of us whereas we're gobsmacked and i thought they might be full on crying too i did after when this is just like movies that are really movies songs that hit us really hard and you have to think back to how old was i when this song meant something to me and so it it transplants itself into you in a moment when you are coming of age and so you saw this when you were coming of age it blistered you it broke you open you don't get beyond that no right you don't grow out of that you carry that with you uh, yeah, again, I that scene, I mean, and whenever I hear about a plane crashing, I think of this scene. Yeah. I mean, it is that um, burned into my memory. Yeah. And even now, you know, when we talk about being manilode when you're both ages at the same time, I yeah. mean, that was me. I had to keep reminding myself, like, okay, you're a 50-something-year-old <laughs> woman. Like, you, you know, this is, like, you got to stop saying how cute he is. Like, <laughs> they're going to think you're she weird. she do a lot. But yeah, I know. I would have said. But he said, was cute. He, he was really, super yes, cute. he is. And we are getting him and Christy on this Well, podcast. could he please, could we get him before this episode airs? I'm going to so do he my damnedest. talk about champions yeah. with us. Yeah. You, you guys, um, because you I would know. also love to know from him, when he read this script, was he like, did he get to that page and was like, no, no, <laughs> not at all. Because like, I'm not going to be in the last 10 minutes of the movie, but just because by this point he's been reading and he, he probably has a connection and a relationship yeah. of sorts with this character he's going to play. Yeah. And I can only imagine that he was gobsmacked as well yes, and brokenhearted. Yes. I feel like if I was him, I would almost want to come back on at the very end of the movie and say to all like my fans, yes. it's okay, you guys. Look, I'm it's still not really here. Me. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it because me. that's – I can only imagine – I mean, I was, I was crushed watching it now, yeah. but – I can't even imagine well, and the, one watching of the, it in 1979. One of the bad parts about this movie is that after Jimmy McNichol dies, he's not in the movie anymore. Right. And I was kind of well, attached to him. Right. And, but that's and even I'm not attached part. to the girl. I'm not attached to the girl at all. And it becomes her movie. I'm like, no, where, get, where's, where's Jimmy McNichol? Well, it's only like 10 minutes, thankfully. Yes, and actually, true. I will tell you, I liked her way better in those last 10 minutes she than did I way did. Better at the her end, acting didn't she? was better. Yeah, so much better. Acting. So there's yeah. this scene. So then we have to get to the funeral. And that's when I st- like welled up because right. to see the mom standing there and the little sisters, that was very did heartbreaking. They put ice skates on the tombstone. Like yeah, I think they yeah. Because then we have to see his tombstone. Oh, that's how we don't. No, they, this is how they tell us, you guys. They just, he's like, looks under the tarp. Yes, in the that's body my son. Bin. And then the next thing you see is the tombstone with the ice skates and it says yes. Peter Scoggins the third. And yes. that's when you I'm and I I'm thinking it's like, right by the grandfathers too yes. in my head because they're in the middle of a field. Sure. Right. And so then we get a really, really poignant scene between Peter's dad and Carrie. And it's he's made a chest for all of Peter's medals and it's so sweet. And he tells Carrie that like, you know, we never even got to see you guys skate and all the money. He's like, now I don't know what to do with my time. And it's like, why did I complain about it? And he basically tells Carrie, like, if you need help continuing with skating, you know, like financially, because they've been working so hard, yeah. like, we'll help you. Mm-hmm. It's very, He says something like, you're, you're one of our family now, basically. And that's when she starts acting. Yeah, yeah, she actually did. She started in. crying. Yeah. Yes. And then, um, yeah, and then we get the the scene, of course, like you would expect. She's refused. I'm not going to skate anymore. Um, you know, she goes to her coach and tells him I'm done. And then he tells her this story oh, this that is, is so heartbreaking. He says, I, too, lost important people to me in a plane crash. And the person <laughs> that, that I painters. loved was also on the plane. And she couldn't afford to go. So the <laughs> oh whole town had a fundraiser to say. Her, her. And they sent her to her death. <laughs> it's very melodramatic. You oh guys, God. that's a true story. I know story. it's a true story. Oh, yes. I know that's oh a true story. God. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, look, except for the fact that he's a skater and was going to be on the plane. Um, yeah. That, the 1961, the 1961. U.S. entire figure skating team. Um, 
and I was reading about that whole um, skating thing today. And mm-hmm. honestly, this is a little side note, but just it decimated the U.S. Um, skating federation. I mean, whole, everybody the was there. Industry. That yeah. um, that caused the um, the U.S. Figure Skating Association to mandate that never again would the entire team fly That's on the right. same flight, which still holds true today. Yeah. Um, any international flight. I mean, mm-hmm. they lost co- all the coaches, all the play, all the skaters, mm-hmm. um, the officials. I mean, it was horrific. So yeah. they said it wasn't until the mid '60s that they were this U.S. skating team was even internationally. Re- uh, wow. showing in anything mm. and really until the 68 olympics when peggy fleming won the gold medal and tim somebody okay. on the silver was when we were back kind of on it took them in the seven platform. years to rebuild yes. the entire program, program. exactly wow. that Validate story her. is the turning point because yes. she gets back on the ice yes and she's i'm um, not you know she's skating by herself and she's really good. At nationals. At nationals, yes. yeah. yeah. She makes it to nationals. And, of course, mom is there. Mom is reformed, you no know. No more piggy tails. The piggy no. tails are no, gone. She, yeah. yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Braces are gone. Braces, yeah. And Peter's whole family is there. And she does a great job. And Yeah. Um, the whole place yeah. goes crazy. Oh, goes Because, you know, crazy, they all yes. are, are aware of the story. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we're concerned because they do, you know, they start stomping on the boards. <laughs> but they're stomping on the boards while she's doing her routine to the Not music. Okay. And we're like. They're not even doing it to the beat of the music. No. They're going to totally mess her mm-hmm. up. You're supposed to do that when she's done. Right, right. Or if you I have really a really jaunty her. tune yes. that's right. like a polka yes. and then everybody can <laughs> clap along. There's a lot of polka you've in seen figure that skating. In, but you've yeah. seen that in figure skating where they all start yeah, clapping. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's actually kind of cool because they land right on the clap. Or they, yes. This has this is so off count. It's and really beat. bad. It's very, it's very confusing. Oh. And that becomes the end scene. They take her her... Her very fluid skating, which is much better than the beginning of the movie, and they turn it into, they put a spotlight on her, and I'm like, oh, is she in the ice capades now? <laughs> like, it looks like a show instead of at nationals. It's not. Or they, or it is. And it I it's just dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she just moves on and she ends yeah. up going And then to she ice poses and then I say, roll credits. And, and then it's roll, credits, roll. Yeah. roll credits. Yep. There we the go. End. Champion. Yes. Yeah. And I love story. I'm just so glad that I got to experience that with you guys. I know, and I wasn't always clear with my thoughts afterwards, because honestly, you guys, I am 12 and I am 56 <laughs> yeah. at the same, at the same moment, time. and that's really hard. It's like Freaky Friday going on right, in, my, right. in my brain, because mm-hmm. some of those, it was like I just watched it yesterday, and I hadn't. So I had asked Kristen before we watched it today, and, and Michelle, should I watch this again, like, just so I'm not having this experience that I had, um, I have a little bit of a frame of reference. And Kristen was like, no, wait till tomorrow. Yes. So it was literally like I could – I almost knew what he was going to say before he said it. That's wow. how I kind did in Blue Lagoon. You kept going, yes. how do you know? You kept asking me, how do you know what he's going to say? And I'm like, I have – honest. you kept saying, did you watch – you watched this like two weeks ago, didn't you? You watched yeah, this. Yeah, I forgot. I'm, I'm sorry for I that. Hadn't I hadn't watched it <laughs> since like the early 80s. But you just – those movies that stick with you mm-hmm. during your formative years like stick stuff. with yeah. you that yes. strike you for one reason or another. Yeah. They stick with you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I – was heartbroken. I mean, I would cry myself to sleep for oh, probably so a good sorry. week or I two. Bet. Just thinking of that yellow body bag. Oh, God, and, it was horrible. Um, but you know what? In horrible. my mind, as life has gone on, the 40-plus years since I'd seen it, I it had gone to she was the one who was looking at the body bag. So I'm glad that wasn't oh, the thing. Oh, wasn't yeah. what had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was dad. So that made me feel a little bit better. It is interesting how those mm-hmm. memories kind of morph. I'm here for my son. And I went, no. Because oh, really, up until then, we're not, I mean, we're, we're starting to put the they pieces don't together. Say. But if you're yeah. 12 again and you're just, you're maybe not quite no, that we aware. Yeah, we didn't put the pieces together <laughs> no, until like literally no. two seconds before right. it happened. Right. Yeah. Because I, I think he's at work that. telling his friends that he's going to the hospital. Right. Oh, how oh often gosh. do you just kill a kid? So anyway, that, um. That's where it ends. So it was it was heartbreaking for me. Like I said, it was kind of affected me like Brian Song did. Both of those yeah. movies, mm-hmm. I, I cried for probably a good two or three weeks every night when I'd go to bed. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I couldn't get it out of my head. I think I even remember now that we're talking about this, praying to God. Because remember how my little uh, – Jimmy was yeah, oh, right yes. over my shoulder when I was Jesus. sleeping. And Jesus. Jimmy and Jesus. Jimmy and Jesus. Jimmy and Jesus. Jesus. Uh-huh. Jesus. Behind her bed. Please – 
make me stop thinking about this. Oh, little Carolyn. Isn't that sad? You know how I said when you guys were talking about Brian's song and I was like, no, you were like, you guys have seen it. And I was like, no, no, I don't, I didn't, I I stay away from movies like that. I would have, this would have wrecked me if I, if it was like, if I loved Jimmy McNichol like that, or even if I had just watched it, this would have wrecked me. you know, my, me or my boyfriend or whatever. It right. was just something that uh-huh. seemed like that could happen uh-huh. and a plane could crash. And Yeah, oh. I, oh. You guys, thank you for watching this with me. I am thank just, you, you have no idea that I have found two people that <laughs> would do this with me. And, I mean. And love it. Like, I yeah. am so, it was such a great way to spend my day. Well, There's nothing I'd thank rather you. do. Well, thank we you. We had good snacks, good company. I mean, I might not sleep tonight, but <laughs> I might be laying there praying, Jesus, please, please help me stop thinking about poor Peter. Do you Scott think I could have brought you to the please, Lord? Jesus. I could have brought you, you, you to the Lord. Jimmy McNichol. All of a sudden, I start praying. Yeah, my little palm, my little palm cross. Wow, that was a trip. Except for actually watching Mary Manilow sing Mandy live and in person, I don't know that I've ever been as Manilowed as I was the day I watched Champions, A Love Story, 43 years after I watched it the first time. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, let us know by clicking those stars in your podcast app. As you heard in this episode, we will be sharing some video footage of the tragic moment when Michelle and Kristen learn what really happened to Jimmy McNichol. All you have to do is become a supporter of the PCPS on Patreon. Simply go to patreon.com and put Pop Culture Preservation Society in the search bar. We'll deliver the clip right to your inbox. Or click on the Patreon link on our Instagram link tree to explore how your support helps us. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. The information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to Carolyn, the Crushologist, and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, there is always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. Get a happy feeling.